Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Alex Trumbull. You're listening to Pam and Don. Hello, and welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Don Mack, and I'm here with my friend, colleague, and host, Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you? Hey, I think I know what I want for Christmas from you. Uh-oh. Should I even dare ask what that might be? Yeah, it's something very simple. But I think I need a hand warmer because when I've been going for my walks, oh, my gosh. Even the (laughs) gloves are like, say, no, we are not enough for you. You need a hand Uh warmer. And I just saw one advertised, so that's what gave me the thought. (laughs) Have you seen those? um, They sell them here. I don't know if they're all over the place or just here, but... There are these hand warmer things that you stick inside your gloves. It's like you put them in the That's microwave. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they that, stay they, warm they forever. They've got new ones now where you don't even have to put them in a microwave. You Is that right? You plug them in and they you, know, you turn them on. You know, you plug it in to charge it. Like you charge everything these days, like your phone and stuff, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, I saw it on one of those shopping channels. So oh, well, now. <laughs> I was like, imagine that she has to buy one for me uh, mm-hmm. for Christmas or I'm going to have to like give hints to my husband who doesn't always get hints. <laughs> <laughs> well, after all these years, he would, right? Right. Well, considering that you are diehard out there walking in regardless of the weather, I mean, folks, she sent me a, a picture one day. She was all bundled up, and it was like snowing to beat the band. But what's Pam doing? Oh, she's just going to take a walk in Chicago around her blocks, you know, <laughs> like it's a springtime day. And I'm thinking here, I'm in North Carolina. We get a half inch, and we close the city for three days. Yeah. I mean, she's out walking, and I'm like, you could slip and fall. Oh, no, they cleared the roads. I'm like, okay, whatever you say. And she didn't break a limb, so apparently that was a true story. But yeah. just in awe. I mean, she's, I, I, it gets, you know, the temperature doesn't get frigid here like it does in Chicago. So when it's a 49-degree day, I ain't going out of the house. I'm going to stay in, stay warm, and I'm going to watch movies. I mean, that yeah. is where I'm at. So this is why you are a champion, and I'm not. <laughs> I have to tell you guys that Dawn made me laugh one day when I went out to walk, and it was – we had some storms and the wind was really bad and it was like, like breaking branches off and stuff. And I went out walking in this and I'm like asking like somebody to watch over me, like, God, please watch over me, protect me. So no branch breaks off. And I mean, one hit my husband's car and put a big dent in it. And I'm telling her all of this. And she was like, I don't need you being like Dorothy in the wizard of Oz and blowing away. <laughs> I was laughing. I'm getting carried away. Yeah. I mean, look, 
Look, folks, I, I appreciate and admire Pam's sincere dedication to her walking. I mean, kudos, kudos, kudos. But it's not worth putting your life in danger. Like if you're going out and it's a, a tornado almost, you need to stay in the house. You just don't need to go out. I don't understand why that's not computing because maybe it's the southern in me. But if the weather is even really weird, we're not going out of the house. We're going to stay yeah. in, hunker down. So kudos to you. But I tell you, if you get blown away, there goes our show because yeah. I can't do this by myself. So you need to be a little mindful that, you know, yeah. you, you've got I'm some. I'm trying. You know, in the Chicago, oh, growing I, up in Chicago, you're, you you got to be tough. You know, we get some really bad weather here. and I get and, tough, but I don't think bad weather and walking in it is supposed to go hand in well, hand. It wasn't, it wasn't lightning, so I was okay. Yeah. Well, that doesn't. I'm not getting you hand warmers for Christmas. I'm, I'm, I'm taking out a freaking life insurance policy so, or an insurance policy so that you yeah. can be well protected if you fall and break a limb you know oh my heavens this is this is our life outside yeah. of the show folks these yeah. are real conversations that we have when we're not on air we're just, She's not lying. We're just sharing the zaniness with all of you you know oh my heavens well let's move along shall yeah. we yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking if we get to the end of the season and you haven't said Bahama, you haven't broken a limb and you haven't been carried away in a storm, then we're good. We're good. Yeah, then season five will be on its way next year. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if we announce at the end of the season that we're going to have season five, you know she made it, folks. Right. Because so, yep. I'm in the house the whole holiday season. I, there's too many movies to be out walking four and five days. Somebody's <laughs> got to watch all these movies. <laughs> oh, we're just having fun. Well, we had a lot of fun with our guest um, for tonight's interview. Um, we are excited to bring you our special interview with the wonderfully talented and incredibly handsome Alex Trumbull. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And handsome. Oh, my gosh. Did you see his eyes? I know. <laughs> yes. And you can see Alex's eyes and the rest of his talent <laughs> when, he stars, when he stars in the search for Secret Santa, premiering Sunday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central on ION TV. And we are so excited and honored to bring your interview now with Alex Trumbull. Enjoy the show. Hello, Alex. Thank you so much for calling in today. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Pam and Don. I'm happy to be on the show. How are you, ladies? Uh, we're doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is it a good day as far as weather-wise by you? Uh, well, by L.A. standards, it is cold out here. I think we're in the 50s tonight, but um, I don't know, 50, I'm from Minnesota, so I, th I thought I was used to the cold, but I think my skin has changed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, feeling, 50's feeling a little bit cooler than it used to. Yeah, your blood thinned out, because I'm in Chicago, and it's been crazy. So, And Dawn, too, she's in North Carolina, and we've, we've all been having this weather that's up and down in temperatures. So, but yeah. In, it's just crazy. Um, we always like to start out with the same question because we get such uh, unique and interesting answers. So when did you decide to become an actor? Who or what inspired you? Um, 
I guess it was in college that I really decided I want to pursue it as a career. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I was, you know, the lead of the third grade play. Um, and I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house growing up as a child. And um, my cousins um, that I would spend, you know, a lot of my time with um, were girls. There was no uh, boy cousin that I had. And so um, we used to put, you know, skits on and, and make little performances and stuff for my aunts and uncles and uh, for my grandmother. And I was always kind of like, um, you know, the ringleader of it. So, um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ever since Grandma's Basement, I've been, um, you know, uh, light, you know, I've had the, the passion to act, I guess. And then um, I went to school uh, at the University of Missouri, and I was studying broadcast journalism. Um, I thought I was going to be a talking head on TV or a radio host, uh, kind of like you two. Um, and, then, and then I auditioned, I auditioned for a play. It was a Tennessee Williams play called, uh, View Corre. Um, and I had, it was like a semi-autobiographical, um, account of Tennessee Williams' life in New Orleans. Um, and I had like two lines, um, as a cop. And, uh, so I, I booked that role and then I did, you know, a couple really, really, really small independent films in college and some more theater and, um, decided to move to Los Angeles back in 2009 and, uh, to kind of chase the dream down. And the rest they say is history, um, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, was, I was an overnight success 13 years later, you know, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. So what do you find to be the most challenging aspect of approaching a new role? Um, well, uh, I guess I, I like to just figure out, um, you know, how I am, um, this person or how I am like this person, um, and, and what I want. Um, you know, what, what the character wants um, in the story and, and in each individual scene. Um, and that's what I have to figure out. And if I don't figure that out, um, or until I figure that out, I should say, um, I have a lot of trouble, you know, learning my lines. But I feel like once I know what I want, um, all, the, all the lines and everything kind of fall right into place. So um, I would say that's like, you know, maybe that's what I tackle first, at least, is, um, you know, figuring out, okay, who is this person, why is the story being told, and what is this person after, what are they trying, what are they trying to get, what do they want, what do they need? Yeah, I would imagine that it's really different when you're playing a character that's not real, but then when you play a character that's based on real life, it's really, is it more daunting, or does it the same way you do it? Well, yeah, you know, I haven't done too much. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of um, movies where, you know, I'm, I'm, I am a real person, um, you know, like a biography type film or anything like that. Um, it's been mostly, you know, if anything, you know, based on true events. Um, but, um, yeah, I would say I could, I could see that being limiting, you know, um, or, or just you have to be very, I think, precise about, um, mm-hmm. you know, what what they want but but and then again you know sometimes a lot of the keys are there you know um if you're playing somebody like churchill or like lincoln um you know we've heard about these people before and i think we we already kind of know um you know why they chose um to be the people that they were while they lived you know so right um yeah now when we see one of our guests have been on a soap opera and mind you i do a soap (laughs) opera podcast we always have uh-huh. to ask about the experience. So what was it like being on yeah. Days of Our Lives? 
and, you know, with how fast they film and the scripts and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Days of Our Lives was um, a great experience. Um, I got to work with um, some really talented actors. And um, I, I, I had a three or four episode arc. I think it was a three episode arc. Um, and the one thing that I learned about doing a soap is um, I have the utmost respect for anybody on the soap. Um, they're, they're shooting hundreds, you know, 100 pages a day, 90 pages a day, 80 pages a day. Um, and you get to set, and the cameras are rolling right when you get there. You get one quick little rehearsal, and then you go. Um, and it's really, mm-hmm. um, it's really challenging, and it's really the sport of it, you know. Everything that you see on a soap opera, um, for the most part, is the only time it's ever been recorded, you know. It was, it's, everybody gets one take, and that's it. Um, so, you know, it's just really about seizing that moment, I think, in a soap opera and, um, just, you kind of have to be a cowboy about it and just, you know, you got to shoot from the hip and you got to make your strong choices and know that, um, you know, you're only going to get one go. So make it count. Yeah. I mean, um, I would imagine that that is just, it can be a little nerve wracking because you come in and you've got to, you just go time. And there's no really time to think about it. You just got to go and do it and um, and hope for the best. <laughs> you know, as you said, shoot from the hip. Um, well, besides starring in Insert Shot, Sunset on the Pacific, you were also a producer. And what was your experience like being behind the camera? And would you do it again? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually, I, I did like producing. And I'm, I'm working on, you know, developing, pr- producing some um projects as well um i I have a background in in running restaurants um i've been doing that for a really long time out in los angeles as well um kind of have to you know you have to keep plates spinning in a city like this you know and um Mm. kind of keep everything going but um you know bringing a project together is a very rewarding feeling and um uh you know i was able to work with um a really talented director on that movie um I was dating a girl at the time who was also in the movie with me as well. Um, and just being able to, you know, put something up that um, you see from start to finish, um, not only is it really rewarding, it's um, you get to be a lot more hands-on with the details um, that, that go into, you know, what story you're trying to tell. Um, and, I mean, I'm just blown away by the edit- editing process. And, you know, uh, I think every actor can kind of agree that, um, you know, without editors, <laughs> we, would, we would all meet our doomsday. But, um, yeah, yeah, be- yeah, being behind the camera um, and, and just seeing a project from start to finish was, was, was great. It was a lot of fun. And I would imagine since you are an experienced actor in front of the camera, it helped you behind the camera. Yeah, I think it did. And um and then stepping behind the camera um and seeing how things operate also helped me in front of the camera as well. Right. You know, there's things like yeah, you know, find your lighting, um, you know, what side is the camera on, how am I looking at the actor um that I'm I'm playing opposite of, how's the camera gonna catch me, how am I finding my lighting, um, you know, all all that stuff. So um, yeah, I think it's, you know, to everybody's advantage, um, if you're, uh, pursuing a career in, um, anything really in front of the camera to also step behind the camera and see, um, you know, what the nuts and bolts are, uh, on that side as well. Yeah. And I would imagine to keep it exciting, you, you know, to learn new things always helps out a lot. Yeah, Absolutely. 
Well, from your Instagram, I see that you ski and you surf. What else do you do to keep in shape? Because you know you got to be do. in I shape play... when you have to take those shirts <laughs> off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I play a little basketball in Los Angeles. I'm in a couple. Uh, I, I have a couple pickup games. I play in a rec league. Um, I also live right by a hike called Runyon Canyon, which um, for anybody who's lived in Cal- or lived in Los Angeles and really lived in Hollywood, uh, it's known as the Hollywood treadmill. So um, I'm just uh, you know maybe five minute walk from Runyon Canyon, and I'm kind of hustling up and down that thing all the time too. And um, you know it feels nice to just kind of get outside uh, when you can and take advantage yeah. of the Southern California. Well, we absolutely can't wait to see you starring in The Search for Secret Santa, airing on Ion Television this holiday season. And what can you share with us about the movie without giving too much away? Yeah, sure. It's a great uh, little story um, about um, a woman who finds a gift addressed to somebody um, who lived in the house that lived in, lived in the boarding house that she was living in um, years and years and years ago, and uh, it's a tale of mystery of um, why that gift was there and who it belonged to, um, and 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 how it got there. Um, and uh, and I play a former treasure hunter um, who meets our our leading lady and uh, helps kind of crack the case of of how that present got there and, and uh, the mystery behind it. Ooh, I like that. Little yeah. mystery in yeah. the Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's got everything. Um, it's got a little suspense. Definitely got that good, um, you know, heartwarming feeling that uh, Christmas movies have. And, and it's funny mm-hmm. as well. So um, we had a lot of fun. That sounds perfect. I mean, we all know how these Christmas movies end, but we like the journey and how it gets there. So that's why we continue to watch them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you've been in some interesting titled movies, so to speak. Um, My Husband, The Narcissist, The Wrong High School Sweetheart, and Dancer in Danger, to name just a few. So if uh-huh. you were a movie, what would your title be? Oh, I was a movie. Yeah. Um, you know, as much as I would like to be, um, you know, uh, <laughs> as much as I would like the title to be relaxing on the beach, I think it would be, uh, I think it would be hustling um, all the time. Um, <laughs> I just kind of have to be, I have to be going all the time um, in a town like this to uh, just pave away, you know? So right. um, I don't know, I think it would be something with, with hustle, hustling, you know, hustling in the name. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. And and to be sure, um, in some of the networks that those movies have appeared on, that movie might just fit right in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Be, be aptly titled and aptly suitable mm-hmm. for the genre, for sure. I think um, so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we wrap up, we always like to play a little five-question lightning round, which is all Christmas-themed, of course, and there's no wrong sure. answers. Um, so the first question is, what is your favorite Christmas tradition? My favorite Christmas tradition um, can I say Kisslin under the mistletoe, or is that is that too much for the show? Absolutely <laughs> not. That is perfect for the show. Right. Yeah. I mean, who, who doesn't love that, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. That's yeah. like perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, what is your favorite Christmas song? 
My favorite Christmas song um, is um, I, I I think I like the the Hawaiian Christmas song. Um, how does it go? Uh, Melakalikimanka is oh, yeah. the thing to yeah. say. On a, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that good. one. Or I, I'm a, I'm I'm a sucker for uh, just Silent Night as well. You know, I think mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know listening listening to Silent Night on on Christmas Eve uh, kind of you know brings it all together for sure. Yeah, it does. What's your yeah. favorite Christmas movie? Um, my favorite Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life um, mm-hmm. with Jimmy Stewart, the original. Um, I like that it's funny. I like that it's uh, it deals with um, real raw human emotions, and um, I, I like that it's it's a it's a dark movie. You know, um, it's mm-hmm. about a guy who's at the end of his ropes. You know, and and doesn't see that he has a future at all, and um, you know is reminded by his guardian angel of um, you know all the good that he's done in the world, and I think that. Um, you know, in in this in this world we live in, and and you know maybe even in these times too with uh, the pandemic and um, you know with the the uh, uncertainty of the economy, really the world economy right now, and and especially the U.S. economy. You know, I think that story still rings true of people, um, you know, forgetting what they're blessed with and 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 what they have, and um, yeah. you know, focusing on you know, unfortunately sometimes the the negative stuff. And, and so, you know, I think that as far as like a, you know, the, the message that um, can really, you know, get everybody excited for the next year and the things to come, um, I would say it's a wonderful life for my money. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, And I agree with you there. That's my favorite movie as well. Um, It's a great All right. Hot toddy or hot chocolate? Oh, hot toddy. Give me a hot toddy. (laughs) And last but not least, white lights or colored lights. Um, I like the I like the classic uh, uh, white lights. I think um, you know, being surrounded in the white t- lights with a hot toddy under a mistletoe is um, that's a good Christmas night for me. <laughs> that's a great. That's just combining them all. You know, you yep. the mistletoe, watching It's a Wonderful Life on top exactly. of all that. Right. Silent night afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> We just figured out Alex's Christmas. What are you doing there this year? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming See, you, don't, you don't even really need to make plans now. We got you. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, thank you so much for playing along with us. We really enjoyed uh, speaking with you, and we wish you a wonderful and blessed holiday with your family. Happy holidays, and, and it was my pleasure being on the show. And, um yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on and, and for everything that you do. You're very welcome. Thank, Thank you, so, you much. so much. Have a good night. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X-M-A-S-M-U-V-I-E-S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget, that's spelled M-U-V-I-E-S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.